The Book of Quantism by Darren Cleave Chapter 22 Refining the Gift 1. Quantum Network The number of angels may be vastly reduced, but those remaining are the strongest and most durable. They are intelligent, righteous and confident, and have never accepted the demonic evaluation of the condition. They have patiently endured the irritating white noise, confident they will eventually confirm it is a quantum-based communications network that the brain is detecting and interpreting as sound. The UCC knows, though much of their theorizing is still incorrect, the angels are essentially right. Quantum interconnection is an entirely new and unfamiliar function of the mind they are only just beginning to understand. They have yet to establish what it is or what it means, if it is something they can only detect, or if it is a phenomenon to which they can contribute. The UCC knows they are about to discover a wonderful and sophisticated form of indirect communication. One that doesn't convey specific detail, that contains no questions, no answers, no language of any kind. A new, additional layer of consciousness, a gentle pooling of awareness and understanding, on a subtle and non-invasive level. 2. Contribution. By combining their meditational skills with scientific technology, the angels begin systematically analyzing the cacophony of sound. Their initial priority is to confirm it is something they are actively part of, and tests quickly confirm that to some degree it is. Slowly they begin to identify stable patterns within specific frequencies, and to their amazement discover that in addition to their own transmissions, there are many other contributory factors, from multiple sources. In fact, the evidence is beginning to suggest they can hear. Everything. It seems the elders were right. The details are still unclear, but the indications are that depending on its complexity, everything projects its own unique quantum signature, from the basic uniformity of a single photon, to the murmur of a hydrogen atom, through the songs of vegetation, to the symphonies of advanced sentient mammals, such as the seraphim. 3. Grouping. When compared to the UCC's ability to identify individual atoms, the angel's skills are still in their infancy. It is perfectly clear that it is going to take time and tremendous effort to learn and master their newfound ability. Clearly it is not a skill they naturally possess. Not only is the medium of communication unfamiliar to the neural processes, so is the data format. It is subtle, basic in its complexity, and far beyond the crudity of linear code or graphic detail. Nevertheless, as their studies progress the angels discover that quantum signatures are surprisingly well organized. In their most fundamental form, such as that of a rock, the quantum signature is not even an active transmission. It is just a presence, an emanation of identifiable data. However, in living organisms it becomes so much more. Related evolutionary groups share common bandwidths, within which, subgroups continue to divide all the way down to identifiable individuals. So far, their discoveries seem to be supporting their beliefs. Having a quantum signature does suggest they are connected on a spiritual level, though to what degree has yet to be established. It is also highlighting how little they know about the universe around them. There is so much more to existence, so much more to learn. All they need is the one thing they are running out of. Time. 4. Analysis. The UCC has itself been analyzing to what degree the angels are connected. As with all intellectually advancing creatures, the seraphim gradually lost the ability to consciously interact with the quantum network. That was until they achieved ultrasentience. QI has been reinstated, probably by the nature of Phi. Now, not only can they hear QI, but their outgoing transmissions are by far the most comprehensive of any the UCC has previously encountered. They are no longer simply quantum signatures, nor are they digital representations of neural activity, not even structured in the way of cognitive thought. Their format is entirely unique, 
comprising intense packets of emotional data that contain almost no specific detail. They cannot be intellectually deciphered, they must be felt, appreciated on an empathic basis. It is like a new emotion, an awareness of others, an intimate merging that allows the full spectrum of existential perspective to be experienced by all entities with the ability to hear. Consequently, it is allowing the angels to sense how it feels to be another entity or organism. 5. Hopes and Accomplishments If they had more time, the angels are confident they would learn to control the condition. Their progress so far has been monumental, and resulted in the development of meditative abilities that would have previously been considered impossible. Advancements in their QI abilities mean they can now focus their attention on precise frequencies. They are learning to vaguely identify individuals, even at a distance. For a while, they had hoped QI would allow them to exchange specific information, precise detail, anything that might provide empirical proof of the connection, but it is quite evident, there are no intellectual qualities in QI, it is solely empathic synergy. The ability has helped them better understand their own karmic state, and the advantages of using meditation to encourage, or discourage, specific emotions. The positives are as advantageous as the negatives are harmful. Despite its initial offensive intrusion, QI is actually quite gentle and unspectacular, yet it is profound. It is pure empathy that can only be achieved through psychic connection. It is amazingly comprehensive without being intrusive, it expresses so much without uttering a single word. It has increased the angel's already elevated tendency for serenity, and enabled a level of contentment that despite their troubles, gives them comforting reassurance. Unfortunately, it is having quite the opposite effect on the already fragile insecurities of the demonic population. 6. No interest. As strong as the angel's conviction may be, their understanding of QI is still vague. Their ability to convey what they are experiencing is limited, and tangible evidence is non-existent. They still have no means of proving the gift is not the curse the demons believe it to be. They need more time to study and nurture it, but the demons are growing impatient. They have no interest in understanding a condition they have already taken steps to eradicate. They like being spiritually mute, which is exactly how they will remain now they no longer possess any telepathic potential. There is no hope. The demons will never be persuaded. Their considerations are binary and simplistic. The evidence being presented by the angels is theoretical and inconclusive. Their claim that they will eventually learn to use the gift to gain a deeper understanding of one another, is simply dismissed with smug contempt. The demonic rationale is simple, if the angels are telepathically connected, why can't they exchange any precise information, even something as simple as colors or symbols? Expressing any interest would be as good as admitting they have mistakenly deprived themselves of something valuable. 7. Unidentified Frequency For the vastly reduced number of remaining angels, their achievements are liberating and rewarding. They are taking control of an overwhelming condition, learning to master it, and turn it in their favor. Their efforts have been almost 100% successful. Almost. Because try as they might, there is still one particularly strong and persistent frequency they can neither identify nor eliminate. End of chapter 22. The Book of Quantism. By Darren Cleave.